We've had the really terrible fires out in California that ravaged certain areas of that state, along with the upper Midwest has seen the deepest freeze in decades in the region where I live. Does this indicate anything to do with human-caused climate change? Absolutely nothing at all. Uh, Let's take the two separately, but first let me mention that Dr. Roy Spencer, who is a climatologist at the University of Alabama, who with his partner there, uh, Dr. John Christie, manages all of the data from NASA's satellite uh, remote sensing uh, equipment that give us the best data we have on global temperature. Uh, Dr. Spencer recently wrote a short book that the Cornwall Alliance has published called Global Warming Skepticism for Busy People. And he's dealt with both of those issues in that book. And uh, he provides the historical data that really give us a, a handle on this stuff. So let's start with the wildfires in California and the West, generally. Uh, On the historical data, what we see is that the number of fires has declined considerably from the 1920s and 30s, when they were at their very highest, uh, to the present. The area burned also declined from the 1920s and 30s into the 1980s and 90s, and then began to rise again. And the reason for that has nothing whatsoever to do with climate. It has to do with the fact that in the 70s and 80s, our general uh, practice about forestry management, especially on public lands, has been to stop clearing underbrush and harvesting trees. The result is that you have a whole lot more fuel to burn. So when a fire starts, it burns hotter, it burns faster, it travels faster, and it's very, very difficult to bring under control. So as a matter of fact, the increase in the area burned is indeed caused by human action, or rather we might say by human inaction. Mm-hmm. It's because we're not clearing the underbrush and uh, harvesting the trees. So uh, there's, there's that one, but it has nothing whatsoever to do with climate. And the other issue, of course, is the uh, severe cold that we've been seeing across the northern Midwest here in the United States in the last few days, with uh, temperatures being broken that run back as much as 50 and 60 years, uh, temperature records. Uh, that also certainly has nothing to do with uh, human activity causing global warming, uh, because this is cooling, <laughs> yes. the opposite. But the long-term trends on global average temperature indicate that, uh, well, depending on how long-term you're talking, let's start off with, say, the last 150 years. The world began warming significantly around 1850, coming out of what's called the Little Ice Age, which ran from basically 1350 to 1850. And we should all be glad that it did, because prior to that time, the uh, The cool temperatures meant shorter growing seasons, uh, more lost harvests to early frosts and late frosts and so on. And uh, that meant a lot of starvation. And indeed, uh, in the 14th century, Europe lost almost a third of its population because of famines caused largely by uh, crop failures connected to severe cold. In the middle of the 19th century, we began warming up. And that warming continued in fits and starts uh, throughout the period until now. There have actually been some cooling periods. The 1950s and 60s saw significant cooling. 
uh, and for the United States anyway, the 48 contiguous states, the 1930s are the warmest decade that we've had so far, considerably warmer than the present decade. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the trends do not match what the climate alarmists blame for the warming, that is, carbon dioxide emissions from human use of fossil fuels to provide energy. Uh, our emissions have been going up very exponentially for the last hundred years. The uh, concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere has been rising quite steadily for the last uh, 60 years or so. And yet temperature has risen and fallen and risen and fallen at various different rates during that period. And that indicates that the correlation between temperature and CO2 is not strong, is actually very weak. And in fact, if you look at it very, very closely, you find that CO2 follows temperature rather than leading it. If CO2 were the cause, it would have to precede temperature, but the opposite is happening. So it's not the case that CO2 doesn't do anything to warm the atmosphere. I think the physics is good on that. The issue is how much does it do? And it seems from the empirical evidence that it does very, very little and basically benign, uh, good for us. And of course, the other impact of CO2 in the atmosphere is that as it gets more and more dense, plants are growing better all over the world. Uh, the deserts are greening and crops are yielding more produce. And that means uh, more abundant and affordable food for everybody, especially the poor. We hope you gained from this short take of the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and further connect with this ministry, visit thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.